This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. morning, Eddie. Happy Tuesday. Ooh, I like the syncopated start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and a little bit of a, you know. Tuesday. Do you? Yeah, it feels come good. In, come in like that after a weekend. Let's just <laughs> come in like that. How's your morning been? I'm leading you to ask about my morning, but I actually do want to care about your morning. Coming so. in on two wheels. Had to get had to get all the way ready this morning before we start, which oh. normally I get halfway ready before we start. And you sound more ready. I don't know how that's possible. Maybe I need to pay attention to that. Maybe that matters. Um, no, I'm not saying you normally sound not ready, but there's a certain like uh, sharp and definitiveness about the world that you're yeah, facing right my, now. We're normally we're easing in together. Yeah, so, no, it's my eye makeup is here. That's why it's same. here. The eye makeup's here. So, um, got a got a meeting in 45 minutes. So Ooh. I had to be ready. Usually, I we record and then I go finish getting ready and then I go to work. And this time it it will be record and meet. So, ooh, how's the meeting? Are you looking forward to it? Oh yeah, because it's my um my friend who helps me with all the design stuff at my house in my office, oh, and yes. we have work at both places. And so she's coming here, and then we're going there. Oh yeah, well that's good. It's some porch work. We're gonna we're gonna finish up that porch out there. I cannot wait. Oh, that's gonna be nice. Yeah, oh, and so perfect for a quarantined fall. Oh geez, don't. Oh man, we're just people, a regular fall. People have really been uh, chirping at me about how, at some point during our actual quarantine shows that we're back on the That Sounds Fun feed, I said something about, "Well, by the time we get to July, dot dot dot," meaning it would be over. People have really been chirping about. Oh, remember First how you all, said that about July? And I'm like, well, how could I have known? And I was very hopeful, and it was my birthday month. Yeah, and also I'm very proud of them for having the foresight to know that a kind of a once in a species kind of pandemic would last this long. I'm gl- like it's impressive that they knew because the rest of the world did not know. <laughs> All right. But good for them for knowing. I wish they had told us because <laughs> I, I really thought that. it was going to be March, April maybe would mess up a little bit of May, yeah. but but by June we're on vacation. July, we're back on. Yeah. Did you have oh. you? Um, I, it may have been Andy Stanley. I can't remember which church it is, but have you heard this story that last week or the week before a, a big church had a um, like an armed forces, special forces guy on as a guest on Sunday morning? Have you heard this? No. Cool. And and he talked about how uh, prisoners of war survive. <laughs> and and he said the trick in as a prisoner of war is you cannot go by Christmas wheel by 2021 we will because if you do that when you get to that date and the thing hasn't happened 
it it cycles you into depression or into deeper sadness. Oh. And in in actual prisons, when there are prisoners of war, those are the men who die. They are the ones oh. who don't survive because of their uh, the way they've chosen to handle perseverance. And so what he said is literally do tomorrow and then do Oof. the next day and then do the next day and don't do what I did of by the time July gets here, certainly blah, blah, blah. And so you just need to look forward to tomorrow with what we have versus looking forward to Christmas with what we hope we have. Boy, there is both deep spiritual underpinnings to that, but also a very, very practical application I know. to that, right? It's changed. I mean, literally, since I heard it, it has changed how I'm handling the pandemic and handling how we have to live. Well, you and I spoke very early in the TSF quarantine days where it was also new listeners to the show. Annie has a show that, of course, you listen to called That Sounds Fun. This show started there during quarantine and then yeah. we moved. So I just want I don't want new people to feel lost. Yeah, sure. That being said, there was something where you and I were intentionally not allowing ourselves to say, let's treat this like the new normal because there's just a refusable refusal to believe that. Yeah, yeah. But it does feel like now it's helpful to not fully accept it, but at least like maybe like 75% accept, you know, like keep hold out a little hope. But yeah, I felt that depression-y sad thing because it's our anniversary and it's a big anniversary coming up. And we were supposed to, yeah, and we were going to go on like a real trip and you just, you know, I don't know when we, or I don't know when I saw it slip away, but I think it was like a month ago and you realize, oh, even if it all lifted, we can't, we can't turn the corner now. And so, yeah, anyhow, that's a really interesting. It's a bizarre thing that reality. Americans can't go to any other country hardly right now. It feels yeah. very it, yeah, it just feels very strange that that we are here for the foreseeable future. And so, yeah. the uh, my brain has to switch and it is like you, it is very sad to me because I used to live in Scotland and part of me always lives in Scotland. And so mm-hmm. I should be there literally right now. I was supposed to be there right now. And, and I can't go <laughs> like right. if I had all oh, the money yeah. in the world and I had all the time in the world and I had every, if every barrier from Annie F. Downs's life was removed, I still can't mm. go. And right. that is, that is hard. <laughs> yeah. And so we just have to, so I've, I'm taking tips from that service. I'll try to find it and share it on yeah. Twitter, but I'm taking tips from that and kind of going like, okay, but what is great about tomorrow? And what is great about what I can do and what is great about, you know, I'm not trying to be Pollyanna. I'm just trying to not be the one who dies after Christmas like a prisoner of war. Well, but it, no, but that's a great point, because if we just keep that's a helpful thing. If we just keep delaying or hoping or waiting or just kind of like blowing away weekends because eventually the weekends will get better. We're going to destroy. We're going to get rid of a whole year. That's right. Like this this is long enough that this is so much time. It's not just a few inconvenient weeks. That's right. It's. No, we're going to lose a full year. But it's, it's, yeah, it's, that's an interesting. So what does that do for you? I know you talked about it a little bit, like you'd like to go leave the country, but how does that affect you day to day? Well, partly is I, I mean, part of it is doing the porch, right? And having, yeah. instead of, I mean, it's the exact same money. The money I was <laughs> had spent to go overseas, I am now yeah. spending on my own home. And 
And so part of it is ha- building a new space. And that has been really uplifting for my guts. Like I can yeah. feel a difference because I have something to work on and it's really beautiful and it's new. And so I have that. And then there's also like one of my goals in August is at my, my like master closet it is, is a disaster. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, yeah, I just need to take a Saturday like it's a normal time of the year and clean out my closet and right. sell clothes and give away clothes and make space and all the things. And and so things like that, I'm trying to, when the quarantine first started, I made a bucket list on the wall and cleaning March you know, 13th and cleaning yeah. out that closet was on the bucket list. It's the only thing I didn't get finished <laughs> besides learning to juggle. I didn't quite perfect learning to juggle yet. And so I, um, and so I'm going to do things like that too. And just like, I mean, just to be real, real Eddie, I mean, I also have a friend who's like unhappy with me because of something that was miscommunicated. And, and so also fixing those things without being able to like sit in the same place. And, you know, like some of that is very like, okay, who are my people? And, and has this simplified in a really good way? And how do I fix broken things? Uh, or at least, you know, listen and partner in trying to fix a broken thing when it's not the normal world and we can't really quite fix it. <laughs> Sorry about your friend. I don't want to dig in because it's not for this, but I don't like that feeling. Yeah. That is that is a terrible I do not a relational discord yeah. sits in my stomach in a terrible way. Yeah. Just hard to It was a whole lot harder on me a decade ago than it is now. Because yeah. we're yeah. just healthier and older and you know, yeah. I mean it does it does make my stomach hurt, but I also go like Man, there are friendships that that expectations need to be communicated and set better. And there are friendships that run a course. And there are friendships that are meant to fight for a really long time to make sure y'all are in each other's lives. And and so it's okay when there's discord because it's it's taking three more steps down the path of which kind of friendship this is. Run a course. I want to talk about that. Okay. Because I was, we were, we had our conversation about the other day, how do you make friends? And we have the whole starting of friendships. I think Amy asked it with the, you know, ask AE, keep talking thing. And I thought it was such a good question, but I also have been thinking about that. And you just mentioned it is, is there, there's a life cycle to friends, right? Like, I feel like I don't have, I'm thinking of this very personally. I have some friends that I haven't talked to in a while and it's not a, we've fallen out. But also I look at the friends now and we're like, oh, we're pretty different people. And I just thought to myself, is that just, is it just kind of done? Or like we love each other, but that season of friendship has ended. Do you think there's like season to friendships or is it just laziness and people just quit trying? I think before the internet and before people were Facebook friends with people from middle school, it was always seasonal, (laughs) right? Because you move to a different town and how would you ever see that person again? You know, yeah. like if I didn't have Facebook, thank you, Lord, I don't pretend mm-hmm. I had Facebook and I could see people from middle school. Well, I live four hours from them. Why would I, I won't run into them in any way, shape or form right now. And so to maintain that friendship is that some of them I'm really thankful for are purely off of social media. Yeah. Right. And so right. I think we have lost the un- the appreciation for seasonal friendships because the internet has told us that once you follow someone you follow them forever and and therefore f- every friendship is meant to last the entirety of your life yeah and it's just not yeah do you think i mean yeah cuz i think f- there are some friendships that can really beautifully run a course and be really important to you 
for a really long time or for a really short time and be very much gifts from God that aren't going to last for 50 years. And that is fine. Yeah. It also doesn't just, feel good, but yeah, it, there's some that I feel are like, Oh, I just haven't done due diligence with that. This feels like a lost opportunity, not a seasonal thing, but there are some that I, I was like, we were at our prime when I was 25 years old and I am a completely different human being now. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I guess I can't say completely, but <laughs> Who the kinds of friends that I would have are very different now than maybe they were then. Not better or worse, just different, different yeah. priorities, different, yeah. different life. And I think about some of those friends and I, and I, that's a good point about social media, just generally like, oh yeah, I would, we would not be on each other's radar and we would have had at all. We would have, we would have always had each other's twenties and it's just a lovely friendship and you just move. Continue why on high school life. reunions were so important because you hadn't seen them in 20 years. Now you saw them right. that morning. You know, right. if you scrolled on Facebook, you saw them that morning. So you know exactly what they look yeah. like and exactly what they're doing. And but right. 20 years ago, a 15 year high school reunion, a 50 year high school reunion was like such a gift because it got together people who had been seasonal friends that were not friends anymore that were reuniting. Annie, you, I'm so sorry. You mentioned high school reunion. And yeah. I have to tell you, it's it is a story with the same grade, punch. by the way. Class of class 98? Of, yes. Brilliant. Go class of 98. Of course we were. Because we are we're, siblings. We're sisters. Yeah. We're our, <laughs> I'm comfortable with the term sisters. <laughs> okay. Tell um, me a high school reunion story now. Well, first of all, I, I've never been able to go because I have not been able to bring myself to walking into a place where their last perception of me was 18 years old. I was like, the amount of ground that I would have to cover in Interesting. explaining who I am and what is because I just am a very different person than I was then, or at least I feel different. Maybe they wouldn't feel that way. Sure. And I've never been able to pull the trigger on going to a high school reunion. But here's a weird thing. And this is a macabre story with no punchline. Okay. It's just so it continues to give me the oogs. So you know how did your high school reunion have? Well, did you go to your high school reunion? Um, I went to the 10th one, but I did not go to the 20th one. Okay. So at the tw at our high school reunion, as, as like on Facebook, the uh, pictures that people posted, they set out like a little table of like a memorial of people who had passed away, oh, which I wow. thought was so such a bummer. But also, I guess that's nice. You know, that's a nice. So on the 10 year, there's like one guy and we all knew what happened and it was a real bummer. And it was kind of like it sent ripples through the community because yeah. that's just because you're 27. Right. So, and yeah. right. But then at the 20 year one, uh, they, there were a couple more because life happens. And now we're getting into an age where we're not old by any means. But there is certainly like a more of a possibility of things like cancer or just more life lived and more possibility sure. for freak things. I got the weirdest thing. I hung out with this group of it was me and three guys in sixth grade. And we only hung out in sixth grade because you know how those groups change pretty quickly. Sure. But all in sixth grade, all three of them were on the table of a death, my 20 year. Oh I'm the gosh. only one alive. That is so sad. Did you know they were all dead? No. Wow. I'm like clicking through the table and they saw them all. And it continues to make me feel so weird. Yeah. Did you look up what happened? Yeah. And yeah. it was all like one was 
undisclosed, so it seems very sad. You know, like yeah, it's sure. just like that. one was like a natural death, and one was a motorcycle accident. So it's all like the ways people <laughs> die. But mm-hmm. what are the chances? There were like ten people on the table, and three of them. I don't know. And were of course, your buddies from sixth grade. Is that weird? Yeah. Yeah, that's I think. I, I mean, I do think. Heck that's of a weird. podcast topic. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's reality for. Yeah. You know, that's fine. We. I'm not scared to talk about death. Um. But I think. Yeah. That I. I wonder if they did that at our twenty. Now, do you know this about me that I went to two high schools? Nope. Yeah, I went to two different high schools. I did half and half. I, you know, it's like half salad, half sandwich. I kind of did a combo. Hmm. And pause. Least favorite. Uh, lunch order uh is that's your least favorite lunch order is a half a sandwich and anything if really? sandwiches sandwiches are so good sandwiches you, are so good how can you eat a half a sandwich and then it just bothers me because just tell me it's a full sandwich and just make the crust all the way around mm. what would be the size of a half sandwich mm. but this the, the level of dissatisfaction with seeing a half a sandwich on my plate i cannot cross over into enjoying that food. Your favorite place to get a sandwich? I'll answer first. Publix. Publix uh, yeah, grocery store. That's your good general sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Publix, a good Publix sub. Yes. Is for most people listening. I mean, there's Unmatched. real bougie specific specific answers. Oh, what's your real bougie? I don't I can't imagine a real bougie sandwich shop. Oh, a, one of the great delis of New York to get a brisket. Oh, don't be that sandwich. guy. Right. I sh- I, I, re- I told I reject, you what I was going to do. I asking. I know that was on me. That was me not being the person I want to be. A <laughs> bougie local sandwich place in New York. I mean, or a Cuban. A Cuban in a Cuban in Florida. That's not as bougie. Sure. There's no, no, great no, 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 that's not as bougie. There's great Cuban sandwiches all over, uh, like a pulled pork Cuban. Okay, so also Florida Marlins. Yikes! Everybody's got Corona on the Florida Marlins team. This season is not going to make it. I know. Hold on. We're we're so many threads out. I know. I know. I know. I know. We've really. I will write down baseball, but we've got to finish what we were just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your first sandwich? Then I went to two high schools. Yeah, yeah. Half sandwich, half soup. Yeah, that's how (laughs) we got there. I went to two high schools. Thank you for resolving. (laughs) One is a very large high school and one is a very small high school. Uh, Because I graduated from the very small high school, that is who I did the 10-year reunion with. And that is who I'm more thought about when people are getting people together for reunions. Hmm. And and so we haven't had, that I know of, we haven't had any deaths in my very small high school, like 30 of us graduated together. Oh yeah. And so, um, but I'm in the bigger high school. I know we have, because, but, but the ones I know were, well, it's always a tragedy when people lose people they love, but they were tragic stories, not more sicknesses, not, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but it is very interesting to, to think about whether you, I mean, you didn't, would you go to your 20, what would be next? 25? Will you go to your 25? I can't see a scenario where I do that. Yeah. Because of Facebook, the very few relationships that have had any consequence to me from high school, because we're talking about friends that drift away. Like I I just do not have, I I feel like my world started in college to be completely honest. Yeah. that that is just not a time of my life. It's not an unpleasant time of my life, but it's a it's nothing but historical in my heart and brain. Yeah, sure. It is hard for me to think about a reason to go back because I've already talked to a couple people that I really cared about and was good to catch up. And now sure. we like each other's Facebook stuff. And cool. That's 
What else yeah. do we need? Yeah. Um, plus, every time I see it, they're all like on. There's like 20 of them on like a dance floor. <laughs> just like You're drinking and that. dancing on some like booze cruise kind of situation. <laughs> and I'm like, you do you. And this sounds really fun for you. Yeah. I there's so many layers to why I wouldn't do that. Do you know I, one of I can't remember which one, but one of the two high schools I went to considered a cruise for 20 year. And I was like, no. <laughs> when what? you take away my ability to leave this yes. party, I am not coming to When this you party. make it a four day and not a one evening, forget it. But like the big high school in my hometown, like the the one, like the Marietta High School, they, that I'm, and I'm from Marietta, Georgia, they always do yeah. like around the football games, they do a tailgate for your class. And then there's a thing on Saturday. Right. I think that's cool. I'm okay with a two night thing like that where like everybody's going to go, everybody's going to come back and go to the game. And, and then we'll have a party for just our class the next night. I think that's cool. Yeah. Give me an option. Give me yeah, yeah, a yeah. $50 ish. Don't have to wear a suit option. Give me the really going to do the thing and get sitters option. Yeah. Give me the bring my family to a park option and we all kind of meet up and I'll, I'll a la carte which one of those I go to, which is none of Man, them. Man, that's a fun idea that you, people would take kids. I would l- that now that I'm showing up for. If all my high school friends are bringing their cute kids, hundred percent. Right. Because that's ultimately what would be so. It, it to know me is to know the my daughters. You can't. They're you can't, very wonderful. Can't know me without that, and so yeah. it's like when friends from work who I work remotely with, when they haven't met my whole family, I'm like, oh, we're. We're really halfway there, but we yeah. can't do the yeah, other yeah, half yeah, unless yeah, they yeah. meet in person. Yeah. Um, or on FaceTime. Does that count? Because I haven't yeah, met yeah. your kids in person. Okay, great. I know. Isn't that weird? It is weird. I always think the level of um, the amount that you and I have not ever talked or hung out in person is yes. compared to the amount that we've talked. <laughs> Fair. Is yes. nuts. Yeah. We've been in person three or four times. That's it. And yeah. five years of friendship or something. And they were both terrible all of them <laughs> as soon as we saw each other we could just tell it was like two alpha where dogs did I at meet the dog park Brianne in person where was that did i meet her in person my gosh i don't remember i don't know if this is virtual or reality oh yeah the orlando podcast thing ah okay 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 i okay, think okay, that's where it okay, happened okay, now okay. granted the reason it's hard to remember that is because it was a flurry of activity yes. and it's one of those like everybody's on a lot yes, of people yes, around yes, yes. Thank so you. it's not You're like exactly sit, right. down, sit down and chat I could not put that in, i could not find it in my brain which i will say leads well to emily kendall's uh ask ae keep talking okay. can you talk about boundaries and how you navigate your relationship together it's like me and brianne yeah. no 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 no. Emily, about you and i she said oh. can you talk i'm sorry emily asked yes can you talk about boundaries and how you navigate your relationship together one being single and one being married i don't know and she said both in your 40s i don't know why that matters but we are uh there seem to be so many rules about how single christian women should behave around men i'm constantly confused how to act which i was like i always felt i thought it was a good question but it makes me think about that and it's like well just do a podcast together three states away <laughs> right <laughs> record every conversation and release it publicly that's right you're, you're fine <laughs> right that's how you navigate record it. every conversation and release it publicly yes yeah, that's exactly right you can literally talk to anybody you want just release it <laughs> just every let everybody hear it that's right promote it on social media that's get a right. team behind it and see what you can do that's right um Man, I'm very interested to hear you answer this question only because I live in my own life. And so I know my answer. But I, so I will say 
one of the one of the baseline rule. I don't want to use rules. One of the baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another word for rules, Eddie? Like boundaries. Boundaries. That's great. That I have in friends when I make friends with a married guy is I make friends with his wife. I mean, that's a pretty much right away. I don't have to be close friends with her. We don't have to, we don't have to be like sisters from different misters, but, but we have to be friends. And if we aren't, if we don't stay friends, if, if she and I aren't friends, he and I don't stay friends Um, because y'all come as a pair. It's not a one-off. There isn't, that isn't. And so that's one of my baseline boundaries is I'm friends with if I'm friends with the guy I'm friends with both and I would say my baseline boundary is I don't know that there is like there's the Billy Graham rule that people go back and forth on and I understand that which is don't be alone with a woman that is not your wife and for a female don't be alone with a man that is not your spouse yeah and I don't dislike that as much as some people seem to and I generally go with that um but to me it's the baseline is more radically open communication with all people at all times and especially within my own family. Mm -hmm. So there's never, if there's anything that just even pings and I don't even need to have a reason for it, just pings in my spirit about something or an event that I'm traveling to or something. The first person I'm talking, talking about it with is like Brian and everybody. Like there's just no, so it's just, it's a, it's a single open conversation about how to navigate situations because we both do a lot of traveling and we're both in you know you find yourself in different we used to do a lot of traveling find ourselves right. in different circumstances and i think just radical open communication about mm-hmm. what where are we at what's what's comfortable what's not yes and then just really checking your i i say spirit but that's such a like a loaded but just checking your guts gut all the time and the moment i have any gut check about anything and by the way this isn't just male female stuff this is a guy i'm hanging out this isn't a present situation but if there was a guy i'm hanging out with it just doesn't feel like a it's something feels unsafe or feels like yeah like just there's something that just doesn't i don't even have to define it right i don't but i don't have to hold out until i do define it just like something's not right i'm out yeah or i'm i'm backing off or i'm not doing that or i'm not saying i'm not going on that guy's weekend I just really err on the side of overt, over the top, too much communication. Yeah. And overabundance of caution. Yes. And ultimately, that doesn't become, it's not a series of choices. It just becomes a general comfort level with navigating where I don't have to think about this as much because I'm, there's nothing happening that the most significant people and my closest guy friends and everybody don't know about. That's right. And that's just the moment I ever feel isolated about anything is the moment it starts to feel, I would start to feel dangerous. That's right. I don't have a friend, male or female, that my other friends don't know about. Right. And so that's a, but if you're getting to where you have a friend that you don't want to tell other people about, you've probably Mm -hmm. already, you need to really run because you've already said a couple of yeses that you probably wish you hadn't said. Or an email or a text yes. you have deleted because yes. you're like, yeah. that's that's yeah. yeah. I would count those as like, yeses. That's what I mean. You've you've yeah. had a couple of shit eyes and you've said yes, and yeah. you probably need to go the other way. Um, yeah. But I also, yeah. I mean, I think a big thing on the single side as well is is trusting your gut because you can tell mm-hmm. when single or married, you can tell when people are open for relationship. 
Right. And and if your gut is telling you that you're too close to the fire, you are too close to the fire. Yeah. And you need to back away. I mean, you can't be kind. It doesn't mean y'all can't be friends in another five years. It doesn't mean you can't be friends in another two weeks. It just means today something's sideways and you need to back up. Yeah. And if you can't, that tells you a lot too. And I think that if you can't, that is the time for really hard boundaries like the Billy Graham rule where it's like, yeah. okay, you're something's deceiving. Something inside yourself is deceiving yourself. And so that's to me, that's the time to go. All right. I'll figure out over time how to define that gut a little bit. And, uh-huh. and, but until, until that time, I'm going to set some hard, yep. hard bound. I mean, it's, it's the classic, like, and you know, AA, you know, you've got to just stop drinking. You, that is number one is you don't, there is no middle ground to this yes. kind of, you just have to stop. We'll figure out the why as we go, but day one, you just stop now. I mean, that's why I'm not watching TV. Is because yeah, tell me about that. I I had to stop spending so much time doing that because I couldn't stop watching TV. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't put my phone down and not be scrolling. I couldn't stop. And I was like, okay. So I literally did the AA thing where I went, okay, I don't understand what's going on here, but I recognize and a gluttony in me when it is happening, an addiction behavior in me when it's happening. Yeah. And so I just have to cut it off. And it feels terrible and figure out why it feels terrible. Yeah. Right. And that and, is that is just what you have to do. Yeah. And it doesn't mean it is forever bad. It's not oh. a relationship between two friends, a male and a female is bad. But unless you can have completely trustworthy, open and transparent boundaries and interactions and everything with each other, then you just got to trust that you can't be trust that you can't trust yourself uh-huh. and you just shut shut it down. And so with the TV thing. Right. There's nothing inherently wrong with TV, but there is something in you that's like today. Yeah. That's just not managing that well. Yep. And I'll tell you, I'm not bragging on me, but let me tell you what's true is the reason I make myself quit watching TV when I feel like I'm watching too much TV is because that is not a yes. I want to I don't want to make a yes to that addiction or that desire when it's just me and TV, because then I meet a married guy dot, 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 right? Like it's the same feeling in me. It is, if I don't shut, if I don't teach myself to deny myself here, when it comes to watching hell on wheels on Netflix, then, then that muscle will not be strong when there are other opportunities that come along that I have to deny myself. Buddy. Yes. I, I feel that very deeply in my own life. Yeah. I feel, yeah. What, I, I had a counselor one time, we were talking about food and food has always been a real yep. back and forth yep. issue and conversation with me. And uh, and she just said, at one point she said, I think you feel a certain kind of very primal panic when you're hungry. And sometimes it's okay to be hungry because that means you're going to have lunch in 45 minutes. Mm. And like, that's how generally our bodies work is start to tell us that we're hungry, but you can't be hungry. And so you keep feeding this thing that really your body's not starving. It's just saying, Hey, I've used up my breakfast. Yep. Let's have lunch soon. Yep. But anyhow, there's that, that trigger that unless I, until I learned that being a little, a little hungry at 1130 is okay. Cause we're going to, yeah. I got a thing we're going to yeah. do. I, I never, the learning to deny, and I say this also caveat, 
don't try to starve yourself. Everybody like food oh is gosh, a whole right, whole thing. Right. Like being hungry is not the goal here. And we're not goal... just talking about physical hunger. There's a lot of different hungers. Oh, yes, yes, yes. But I'm saying for me in my yeah. situation, the idea that like if I had any inkling of hunger that just was like, can't deny myself, can't, can't not, got to alleviate. And you're like, no, sometimes it's good to feel the wanting a little bit. Yes. Sometimes it's good to feel, yes. feel the metaphorical starvation. Not really. Okay. But, so you know, why so. this is really good for us to say this while we're talking about singles and marrieds being friends yeah, is a thing single people, not me personally, but also my friends. So this isn't just anecdotal in my life. Yeah. This is systemic across my friendships with single people right. is you cannot fill your life with if you want to get married and if you want to have a partner and you don't, uh, it is not healthy to absolutely fill your life to such a full place that you don't have any hunger. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Like, oh, that's interesting. If you feel lonely, you do not have to fix it. If you mm. feel a lack, you do not have to. Well, then I need to go be with someone, or I need to find someone to date, or I need to go hang with this family. Like, sometimes it is very good to feel hungry relationally, <laughs> and to say to God, "I am really hungry relationally. What does it look like for you to provide for me? For me to use the resources you've put in front of me to provide?" Like. It is okay to feel hunger in every area of our life and not immediately. It, I mean, it, it can be dangerous for single women because you can put too much expectations on your other single women friends. You can put too many expectations on your friends' husbands. You mm -hmm. can get in cyclical relationships with single men who don't date you. I mean, hello, you and I know this about me. You can get in cyclical relationships <laughs> with single men who don't date you because it's better than feeling lonely. But it's mm -hmm. actually not. Right. It's the same as trying to quench your thirst with Sprite or eating junk food. It yeah. actually does not satisfy, but it makes you feel better in the minute. And sometimes what actually feels better is to be hungry and do and do something for real with that hunger. Yeah. And by the way, that theory continues into marriage. Mm. It's good. It's good to have other friends. It's good to miss each other. It's good to feel like you've been, you know, gone on a trip for a day too long and you really can't wait to get home and see them. It's good to vary it up at night and not just hit play on Netflix. Like yeah. it's good. It's good to continue to. I, I think it's healthy in relationships to have some measure of continued denial of satisfaction. Yes. Like, like it can't all satisfaction all the time. My gosh, Eddie, it? I've had 10 conversations about this lately, about when <laughs> Jesus said, deny yourself. Yeah. Of like, yeah, oh, I there's literally things that I want that Jesus would say, just deny yourself. You don't oh. get everything you want. It isn't about being satisfied 24-7. Man, it is. Yeah, I'm Annie, telling you, we're having the conversation is, all the time right now in my friend group. This is, uh, yeah, I I feel it deeply. I mean, you know, I've been doing this intermittent fasting thing, which read about it if you want to or don't. But the biggest thing with it has not been a health benefit. It has been a reminder that... It's okay to be without sometimes, and it is really adds value and quality to the times with. And it's so much better to enjoy and have a proper place around nourishment mm -hmm. that did not exist before, but it only is because of denial. Yes. It's the, it's the only reason. It's why vacation sometimes rules. My friend has a quote, being on a, it's like being on a true adventure, it means wishing you were home in bed half the time or mm -hmm, something like mm -hmm. that. And you're like, isn't that part of vacation that it really kind of makes us want to go home again? Sure. Yeah. 
But anyway, example after example, but that's so interesting you yes. talking about that. So I think, uh, yeah, I think denying yourself and, and feeling hunger in lots of areas of your life actually leads you toward who you want to be. Denial. It's not just a river in Egypt, Annie. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, wow. I hate, I hate that that's how they're going to get. That's the last you know, thing they're going to hear from us. You know what I'm not going to deny myself? An incredible joke like A dad that. joke. Yeah, you, you don't ever deny any of us your dad jokes. And I'm you know what I don't like about the term dad joke? And I'll keep this quickly. Uh, these, these existed long before. When these, there were dads? When these, when these children of mine were just a twinkle in God's eye. So this oh, was, they existed still, in you. I yeah, don't this think is still a joke. Person. I would have fully stood behind. Oh, I just touched up my coffee cup. I'm okay. I don't think you- it's the person who says it. I think it's the category of joke. Because I say dad jokes a lot. And that's just the yeah. category of the type of joke. That is not implying that I am a dad. Both the term dad joke and dad bod bother me uh-huh. because they're actually completely provable and right. Sure, sure. Right? It's like, I wish it was like, no, not all dads. No, no yeah. No. Yeah, you do look like that. It when is you're kind at the of a beach. dad thing, I guess. That yeah. is your dad bod. Even if you're working hard, you're still, <laughs> still got a dad bod. <laughs> well, Annie. We've had quite a show today, haven't we? What a show. I've yeah, enjoyed we've this really time. done it. Me too. I feel like there's a I feel like if we had another hour we would keep going. But maybe we'll just write some things get, down and pick it up next time. We didn't even get I wrote down baseball. Oh, the Marlins. They all have corona. Okay. Um, well, Eddie. <laughs> Guess that's it. Yeah, that's it, everyone. We'll talk about sports on Friday. Um, you guys go out, wash your hands, stay safe, and we'll see you back here on Friday. Bye, buddies. Bye.